0: It's pride in every American heart, and it's time
1: Welcome in, everybody, uh, Lee Greenwood with that uh, dazzling rendition as it always is of God bless the USA and uh, had the chance years ago to interview Mr. Greenwood, would love to, to have another crack at it because uh, that's that song really uh, in the last several years has taken on a, a new life and uh, a very patriotic life in our uh, great nation. Hey, it's great to have you with us, uh, P-Man here, Ben Byram uh, and the uh, ones and twos as always. Going to be a great show today uh, for you, wrapping up uh, kind of the, uh, uh, the uh, I guess, the first part of the broadcast year for us, you could say. We're going to be off next week. Fox Sports Radio is going to air uh, in our stead. So uh, have no fear. The plan is to be back on the 12th, 5 o'clock, with a brand-new Patrick Johnson show. But we are going to have some time off during the uh, next month because uh, that's really the best time to take it. Uh, And uh, that's what summer is for. We all have uh, worked really, really hard in the first part of this year to uh, not only bring our community back but bring this country back. And uh, there's a lot of headwinds against uh, that, some might argue. But uh, we are navigating them as best we can. But, uh, look, we've worked very, very hard here. I'm very proud of the coverage we've uh, done this year, not only on air but uh, online and social. So uh, we do need a little break. So we're going to get that, recharge the batteries next week. Uh, oddly, I'll still be working. We're just kind of taking some time off from the show, but uh, we uh, I, ha- I have some vacation plans for later on in the summer and some days off here and there, and uh, I think we actually might be doing the show while I'm on one of the uh, weeks I have planned for vacation, but well, that's just kind of the way it worked out because we've got some really great things uh, planned for Pirate Football uh, coming up. Uh, Hayes Permar has kind of been uh, a staple on these shows. Hayes is fabulous. Uh, from Sports Channel Eight, they're just brilliant guys—a satirical and uh, biting look at uh, sports, uh, but not in a, a goofy way, but just kind of in a fun way. And and when their radio show has been on, be it the weekly. Uh, or uh, the daily iteration. I I think it's the best, not just sports radio show, but radio show around. Uh, So Hayes Permar, through the magic of technology, is going to zoom into our uh, show here this afternoon, and we're going to talk with him. We always uh, do that around this time of year to handicap the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. So uh, there you go. If for no other reason, uh, that feat in uh, competitive eating. Uh, should be uh, on your radar for the uh, weekend, and we'll we'll preview it with Hayes, uh, both the men's and women's competition. Also uh, on this uh, program, we'll check in with our pal Nikki Novak. Uh, Fandango scheduled to join us here, uh, talk about uh, what is out, what is coming out, what will be coming out later in the summer as far as uh, movies and streaming shows go. Uh, so Nikki Novak from Fandango coming up on the program, scheduled to be with us uh, in just a little bit. And also the mayor of Greenville, P.J. Connelly, uh, is uh, being dialed into right now because we're going to have uh, the Honorable Mayor uh, kind of kick us off for this uh, holiday weekend, also tell you about what's going on uh, this week, uh, with uh, or this weekend, with the uh, 4th of July fireworks display in Greenville. Of course, we know a lot of you Already will have Monday off, so it'll be fun to watch fireworks uh, this year after uh, not having them a year ago. So let's go to the phones now. The Honorable Mayor of Greenville, PJ Conley, a frequent guest on the show, has joined us uh, here. Mr. Mayor, how are you? And uh, hey, an exciting 4th of July weekend in store. Hope you're well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited and we're excited to celebrate uh, our nation uh, here in a couple days. You are so busy.
1: Uh, Every time I see something uh, in the news or on social media, you're going around uh, cutting a a ribbon to a new business opening here in Greenville. Uh, Recently, a selfie uh, place, which I'm sure is getting used by certain people a whole lot because, you know, there's a lot of people like the selfies. So uh, it's not it's not my jam, but, you know, it's it's a lot of people love the
2: selfies. Hey, people love the selfies. It's a fun thing to do. Uh, The kids are are really into it. Yeah. Some of the adults even like to do yes, as well. Yes,
1: they do. They're, they're, some of the adults are really are really big into it. But, but my point is, uh, it's awesome to see all these businesses coming out of what we just came out of and all these ribbon cuttings. That's exciting.
2: Yeah, it is. It, it really is. You know, I've, I live in a community where we didn't have too many uh, new businesses coming in. So to be able to live here in Greenville and be able to experience all this growth that we're seeing and all these new jobs that are being created, it's an incredible atmosphere, and we're very lucky to be experiencing it.
1: We are wrapping up the week here on the Patrick Johnson Show. We're off next week. Uh, we'll have uh, some deets on uh, the July Fourth celebration in Greenville, coming off a big concert in the Commons last night. There's many things going on down there. Yesterday was uh, uh, kind of a new day as far as uh, taxes go in Greenville, too, Mr. Mayor.
2: Yes, absolutely. We're really excited about it. You know, this today uh, today is the first day of the 2021-2022. Uh, fiscal year for the city of Greenville, and you know we're very excited that this year we're, everybody's going to see a half cent decrease. Uh, and and most importantly, I think everybody else is going to be excited about this because I think I get about 600 comments a week <laughs> on how many potholes we have. Right. That we're going to put a record amount of money into repaving uh, many of our local uh, roads that we have we have here in Greenville. You know,
1: I I will say this: there are a lot of municipalities, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, did not give any kind of tax cut. To their citizens this year, they just didn't do it uh, for whatever reason. So uh, the fact that that was done in Greenville's tremendous, tremendous stuff. So uh, Mayor PJ Conley is with us here. Okay, what are we've we've got a Fourth of July celebration? It's back this year after the hiatus. What what's happening?
2: So we're pretty excited. We're back. Everything's been back to normal. Uh, we're going to be able to have people gathering down at the town common. Uh, it's going to start from five PM and go until about nine PM and you know, the, the fireworks are actually going to start at about 9.20 p.m. How uh, it works out, we're going to have a couple bands that are going to be there. It looks like Sensory Expressions is going to be there from 5 to 6.30 p.m. And then the Chuck Phillips band will be there from 7.30 to, to 9 p.m. Uh, they're going to have food trucks, beer gardens, vendors, inflatables. It's going to be a whole day activity for uh, the kids and families and, and everybody that's interested in having a good time.
1: Yeah, and the weather's actually looking really great for the weekend. So this is, uh, this is good stuff, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, the fireworks coming back to Greenville and the town common. And then, Mr. Mayor, late, we're, we're about you know maybe a little more than a month away. Uh, the eyes of the world are going to be on Greenville for the uh, softball Little League World Series.
3: Yeah,
2: we are pumped up about this. You know, unfortunately, we couldn't host it last year, which was supposed to be the first year that we had the softball, Little League Softball World Series. But we are super excited to be able to welcome the teens and the young girls to come here and compete at the highest level for Little League. And, and you know, it's going to be great for our city. We're going to have not only national, but we're going to have international exposure because people are going to be watching and, and seeing all the great things that we have here and also watching some really good softball. Uh,
1: new businesses. uh Record number of money being put into to fix the roads and potholes in Greenville, and a lot of that's already gone on. There's been a lot of growth, great development of the city uh, as it grows and continues into the uh, next several years. And uh, Mayor P.J. Conley's uh, been uh, at the forefront of all this. We appreciate his time very much. Mr. Mayor, if you'll just give the folks one more time uh, kind of the rundown for the July 4th uh, and then, you know, maybe where they could go online or, or somewhere just they need to get more details.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we're excited. The, the festivities are going to be down at the town common again it's going to start from 5 p.m and it's going to run until the fireworks are over the fireworks are going to start at about 9 20 p.m we're gonna have two uh, bands that are going to be playing down there sensory expressions going to be from 5 to 6 30 p.m and the chuck phillips band will be there from 7 30 to 9 p.m we're gonna have food trucks beer gardens uh, vendors inflatables and different kids activities uh, so make sure you get down there have a good time and Celebrate! Let's make up for not having it last year, so we got to have double the fun this year.
1: Absolutely! Hey, Mister Mayor, great to talk to you, and we always appreciate your time.
2: All right, take care. Have a good uh, Fourth of July weekend.
1: You too. Great to have uh, PJ Connolly on with us. Boy, he's we love PJ. PJ's a pirate, uh, and PJ's a great Eastern North Carolinian too. I mean, just uh, always, always accommodating to our program and uh, we appreciate that. He's a really good uh, guy, and, and and I do mean that. I consider P.J. Mayor Conley a, uh, a friend. All right, another buddy of ours is uh, Hayes Permar. We're going to grab a break on this uh, 4th of July extravaganza as we get you into the Independence Day weekend, and uh, a little sports chatter with our pal Hayes Permar from Sports Channel 8. And then on the other uh, side of the break, not only will we be talking sports, but we'll be getting the... Annual tradition, that is. Hayes Permar's handicapping of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. You, you won't want to miss it. It's coming up.
0: Sports, for the teams you love and the teams you love to
1: oh, yeah. hey. As we wrap up the week and get ready for a little vacay uh, next week, we always uh, like to have our great friend Sports Channel 8 on with us. Uh, which is uh, still continues to be, and uh, for my money, is the best sports radio show, and just best radio show around. That's my opinion. My opinion, baby. That's I believe that the great Hayes Permar, Permar on sports. From Sports Channel 8 and 99.9 The Fan. Hello, Permar. On
0: this show, we are the best radio show, even if we're not currently a radio show. Right. It doesn't matter. Don't don't overthink it. Don't overthink it.
1: I think you're on like a little stern thing. You signed a big contract and you're, you're just taking 70, 90 days off. Is that right? Is that what's...
0: That's right. Okay.
1: That's, that's what we're
0: trying. We'll, yeah, we'll see what the fall looks like.
1: All right. I got you. Uh, Sports Channel 8, you can check it out online, also on uh, Twitter. And uh, all of uh, the places, uh, Hayes. What's the uh, what's the best permar on sports Twitter? Give us that real quick.
0: Uh, at i I V, I'm snooty, so I have numerals after my name. It's David Hayes Permar the Fourth, D H P I V. Check me out.
1: A new, a uh, a man who's been married too. We might add, since I think we last talked to Hayes. We got, Hayes has got a lot for we can catch up on with him.
0: All right. Uh, we got to Patrick, I got together with my usual yeah, guys I've been playing basketball with for 10 years, but we just started playing back up again about two or three weeks ago. And we had to take the first few minutes to sort of assess like, all right, hold on. Who had kids who got like, you right. have a kid now you're married. You got fired. Like well, right. what's happened to who's to divorced? This so uh, the whole thing? Yeah. Who split? <laughs> that's, that's right. On. Those conversations are happening now that we're all crawling out of our rocks.
1: All right. Let me ask you uh, this before we get going here. Uh, we're we're in what we're about to enter what people call a dead sports zone. What I love about Sports Channel Eight is you guys give love to all kinds of things. That's why we're going to yep. have you on for your annual hot dog eating contest prediction in just a few minutes. But it, it, it's what you make of it, isn't it? We got the Olympics coming up. You've got soccer. I mean, so it's really what you make of the next month, right? hundred percent.
0: You know, we are not the xenophobes that, uh, that some sports radio guys are, they, they can only talk the NFL in July. We're happy to look across the pond at the tour de France, which is going on what? right now. All right. Uh, Wimbledon, the championships are underway and, uh, and yeah, European soccer, e- even sports that we don't know if we can find a place to bet on them. We'll watch, <laughs> some action, and, and we're in baby. And uh, European soccer, fun to bet on, especially if you bet against France, you make big money. They were a uh, heavy, heavy favorite. So bet on the powers to fall and, uh, and reap the reward. So yeah, don't be afraid to check out some European sports. Uh, and also they, most of them, because of the time zone, you know, they're at great, watching times, like early in the morning when you Ah. wake up, you can turn on some Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. Midday lunch, you can check a soccer game. No need to stay up past 11 o'clock like these Western Conference finals in the NBA. (laughs) Uh, Your Eurosports are done at a time that fit a working man's schedule as long as you're not working too hard.
1: I love uh, when the the Sports Channel 8 mission, it's everything North Carolina. Uh, And Hayes (laughs) Permar is on here with us. So Chris Paul getting to the NBA Finals. I mean, that's there's nothing more North Carolina really than Chris Paul is. Yeah. uh,
0: Chris Paul also kind of represents North Carolina with the, uh, the chip on his shoulder that he Mm -hmm. continues to walk around with. I mean, just uh, seems like he's always on edge, even as he's scoring 40 points in a, in a 20 point blowout, he feels the need to undress Patrick Beverly with his eyes, cutting looks at him. And we know sport. We Chris Paul has proven, that he's willing to do anything it takes to win, uh, just ask Julius Hodge. So just like North Carolina, you know, always fighting for respect, not to be overlooked.
1: Another thing that has happened here uh, that uh, I I know you guys have talked about, but now uh, a chance to talk to you about it as we speak to the great Hayes Permar from Sports Channel 8. Uh, Not only do we have Roy Williams in the last few months retiring, but Coach K going on the retirement tour, as it were. Uh, So we lose two basketball coaching legends. If if we're talking about the the game of hoop that we love, if we're talking about North Carolina sports uh, culture, we we lost two Titans here uh, to retirement. Sure.
0: Uh, Yeah, no, it's crazy. The the, the funny thing is (laughs) with um, Larry Brown being hired by uh, Penny Hardaway to be an assistant, we saw – Steve Martelli, I can't—I yes. think that's his name, uh-huh. uh, got hired by Juwan Howard at Michigan. Like, I think Shire and Hubert might need an elder statesman on the bench as an assistant coach and who better then Coach K or Roy Williams. So I I think these guys might just turn into uh, assistants on the bench in the future. The other thing that's tough is, you know this working in radio business, I used to always explain to like interns or whoever I was working with, all right, here's the plan, here's how we do things, blah, blah, blah. And then my example for like, you know, we've got the plan for the day, but if blank happens, we're going to have to scrap that and go to whatever. And my example was always, you know, so if we're doing radio, but if news that Coach K's retiring comes down, we gotta drop everything and go with it. Well, now that happens. So we I gotta come up with a new example of what the earth changing North Carolina sports news would be so that we can, as an example, for like when we would have to change course in the middle of the live show. Okay,
1: what would that be now? Because both Kay and Roy have retired. I mean, let's face it, if yep. Kevin Keats uh, takes another job or if one of the areas, if one of the North Carolina football coaches, uh maybe Mac Brown, I don't know, but I don't know if that rises to the occasion of that. Doran nah, Mike Houston. Same. I mean, I mean s- yeah, yeah. actually you're
0: gonna put me on the spot here and that and now I'm gonna look like a jerk. I mean, like Coach K so big, it might be like Coach K passing. Like, you know, it went Dean Smith retiring was the biggest news, right. and then Dean Smith passing. Right. It might be Coach K dying. No one's wishing for that. Hope Coach K lives another thirty years, but that might be the the biggest possible North Carolina sports story that we have to have ready to go if it ever
1: happens. If Kay lives another 30 years, will his hair still be jet black? That is the big question, too.
0: 100%. I mean, that, I think that's what everybody's watching uh, after next year. Does he let it go gray after right. finally retiring? Um, we'll see.
1: In Greenville, that's known as Does he do it, Alan Hoffman? Which uh, Hayes may remember that name, legendary Channel 9 anchor, Alan Hoffman. Left ah. on a Friday, hair a certain way, came back Monday, and uh, he looked like Bob Barker. It was really quite a uh, quite a, uh, kind of a, a catching moment for uh, us at Eastern North Carolina and our TV. Very yesterday. cool. Hey, I got a question for you,
0: sure. Patrick. I know the Pirates have a big game to kick off the season against App State. My That's question true. is... Are they already tailgating in Greenville for that game? Has well, the tailgate begun, and then they'll just continue to tailgate as they caravan across the state to Charlotte? But has the tailgate begun for the season kickoff against Ab State in the Duke's Mayo Classic?
1: You know, I think uh, you know. There's Greenville Little League now, Hayes. So I think they're they're uh, they are tailgating during the uh, pregame for the All Star baseball games. I think that continues that on. I think that's that's the way it works out uh, here. And
0: speaking of baseball, I know you guys had an awesome moment. Uh, down in the eastern part of the state where he had a rose Connolly yeah final yeah and then uh and then greenville rose went on to took the state title shout out to rv and marvin and all the crew down there they are legends not only in Pitt county uh but beyond we know we know those names up here in Raleigh as well when you're a north carolina sports legend that extends beyond your cities and and counties borders so congratulations to the uh the Rose Rampants
1: and all the folks involved in that program. Look at uh, Hayes Permar there. there yeah, uh, uh, he- All right, there he is. Hayes Permar, uh, Sports Channel 8. All right. Uh, one other thing I was going to add. Oh, the, 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 we, you speak about college baseball. The NC State deal. <laughs> Big controversy yeah. last weekend. Big controversy. Uh, of course, Mississippi State wins the whole shooting match against the hated Vandy Commodores. I, I can't imagine anyone hating Vanderbilt but yet they have this would be like people starting to hate wake forest you can't hate wake forest you might root against them well but you can't hate them if if
0: if wake forest had so much money that they were able to just put players on scholarship that no one else could the <laughs> way vanderbilt <laughs> right, does right i think people can hate money people can hate money <laughs>
3: uh, I,
0: I think it's very easy to hate vandy when it's like you guys are, you know, you, you went on. If, and if you could do that in baseball, why don't you do it in football? You know, why don't you do right. it in basketball? Why don't you step up and, and be big in a real sport that matters. Except, but, uh, but no, hats off to Vandy. I do think, obviously, it doesn't help what happened to state, but I think it does not twist the knife quite as much for Mississippi State to win as right. opposed to Vanderbilt. Watching Vanderbilt win the whole thing would have been harder to swallow. Mississippi State, and they kind of embraced NC State as they were going through their trials and tribulations and the agony of whatever happened. So I feel like Mississippi State winning, and I believe one of the guys that did a home run last night was even throwing up the wolf sign as he rounded the bases Uh, as a tribute to the pack. So it wasn't the ending that NC State fans would have wanted, you know, based on how things were going, but it wasn't
1: the worst possible ending, which would have been a Vanderbilt championship. Right, I got you. All right, Hayes Permar with us. Coming up on Sunday... The Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. This is an annual tradition that started yep. many, many moons ago, many radio stations and gigs ago. For both of us, we continue the tradition here. Uh, Permar on sports. Hayes Permar on handicapping the uh, the um, Nathan's Hot Dog Championship. All the double entendres, all everything that we always we've come to know and love with this segment. Uh, Permar is going to provide for us now. Okay, so give us set the scene, Hayes.
0: All right, a couple things. First of all, this thing has just become a blowout. It's, it hasn't even been interesting. It's been Joey Chestnut, Joey Chestnut, Joey Chestnut, and yet again, Joey Chestnut, a overwhelming favorite. It is. You don't even have to bet on any individual, you know, contestant. What do we call them? Eaters, right. athletes. I don't even know what the name is. Right. Chestnut is a minus fifteen hundred. That means you have Ooh. to put down fifteen hundred dollars to win a hundred bucks. Now he's gonna win. But that's not fun, and there's no value in that. The value is in the field plus 650. You put down 100 bucks, you can win 650 if it's anybody other than Joey Chestnut. There's fun in that. I'm taking that. But because this hasn't been competitive, the gambling aspect becomes less fun too. So instead of breaking down all the gambling aspects, I want to give you a couple little-known facts that you might not have known about the uh nathan's hot dog eating contest right. and how
1: it's run you okay. ready for this Patrick i am Johnson? yes I'm a, I'm a competitive eating fanatic yes yeah
0: yes yeah we could tell uh <laughs> all right condiments are permitted you can put hot dog and ketchup on you i mean you can put ketchup and mustard on your hot dog if you want mm. of course no self-respecting person would put ketchup on it mm. you know chip chili mustard onion that's the way to do it but you can put condiments on there if you want also Everybody uses water because you're allowed to do drinks. Yeah. But other drinks are allowed. So I'm pulling for the guy who mans up and takes down his 60 or 70 hot dogs or whatever with beer. I want somebody going <laughs> to the hot dog contest with beer. That's the guy I'm pulling for. Okay. All right. Next, little known fact, Patrick uh-huh. Johnson. Yeah. Partially eaten hot dogs can count, but they, you know, do you measure it in half a hot dog, a third of a hot dog? No. No. We measure it the way we measure the product that is now going to be medically legal in North Carolina, <laughs> thanks to a Senate panel yesterday. Yes, we measure our hot dogs in eighths, uh, Patrick Johnson, eighths. Ooh. So you can have like 75 and an eighth, 75 right. and a quarter, 75 and three eighths, because uh, a quarter is two eighths. I know your whole Greenville audience doesn't do the fraction conversion as much. but Not yeah. at all. So hot dogs measured in eighths. You can get penalties at the hot dog contest. Next fact, Mm -hmm. you can get a penalty for messy eating. Mm. That's a yellow card. That's a warning or a red card for, and this might be one of the greatest sports terms that's out there. Reversal of fortune. Yes, that is what it's called. If a hot dog comes back up the wrong way, the esophagus, that is reversal of fortune. That is a red card and you are out. Um, okay. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. There are overtime rules in the hot dog eating contest. I, I did not. If it goes overtime straight head to head with a five hot dog eat off. Now this is interesting because normally it's you a set time and how many hot dogs can you get in overtime kind of flips. It's a set number of dogs. What time do you get it in? And then if it's still tied after that, it's one dog, which I'm like, how are they going to figure out who eats one dog first? Right. You guys are putting them in at like, uh, you know, one and a half seconds per dog rate. I don't know how you'd ever do that. So I'd love to see a sudden death uh, overtime. Those are the little known facts about how the Nathan's hot dog eating contest is run. On the women's side, I will say Nico Sudo, she's having a baby, so that means the field is wide open. Wow. She's not going to be there this year. Although there's part of me, it, it's like. Wouldn't being pregnant be kind of like an advantage? Like, aren't are right. you hungrier? Can't you put in more? But Miko Sudo has dominated the women's competition. She's out, so the women's competition is wide open. Pick your uh, eater and and cheer for whoever because it's going to be a fun field there.
1: She does. This is not a food baby. This is an actual baby. No, right. a, an
0: actual not yeah. a food baby like you or I might uh, right. might be producing. This yes. is a real,
1: actual baby. So she's out. He's a great American, uh, and he celebrates July Fourth like like no other hayes permar from sports channel 8 the fan hayes always great to catch up with you
0: the record is 75 last year let's see if joey chestnut breaks it this
1: year all right what do you say quickly over under what do you say
0: over i like the weather in new york not too
1: hot he's going to take down the record see ya, hayes have a good one the great hayes permar from sports channel eight there hey everybody it's patrick johnson pj shows we're getting you to the holiday weekend and again we're going to be away next week, but we'll be back on the 12th with new editions of the Patrick Johnson show coming your way at five o'clock on Monday, July 12th. Hope you will join us then. If you miss us and we certainly hope you will, uh, you can always uh, go to our website, 94.3, thegamecom all kinds of great podcasts there, including the uh, encore editions of the Patrick Johnson show. We also have uh, brand new podcast with Ben Byram on the prowl. He and uh, some of our other, Uh, colleagues are involved in that. It's a Carolina Panthers podcast. You can always relive the magic of uh, Cliff Godwin and the Pirate Baseball season through our Inside the ECU Clubhouse series of podcasts. And uh, coming in the fall, the Houston Huddles. We'll be uh, talking with Mike Houston weekly during the ECU football season. It is the Patrick Johnson Show. Happy Independence Day, everyone. Hope it's a safe one. More of the program to come. (laughs) Fandango, no more. He uh, got the axe. Yeah. But Fandango's Nikki Novak, omnipresent, always around. Always here when we need her. And for our 4th of July. no, is that
3: a good thing? No, it is.
1: For our 4th of July spectacular,
3: getting Yay! everybody into the
1: weekend, it is. Woo! Big applause Woo! for Nikki Novak as always who, uh, Thank you. <clears throat> much like us, is uh, getting ready for uh, a little bit of uh, some R&R. I think hers could be a little more extended than ours, but that's all right. That's all right.
3: Some fun in the sun. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No,
1: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, all right. Uh, is all well, Nikki Novak? Everything
3: good, by and large? Everything has been great. It has been so busy. I mean, with movie theaters back, uh, you know, it's just nonstop. It's nonstop fun. Going to the movies a lot. Right. And, yeah, yeah. And I know everybody always says this, but whenever, like, now when I go, I'm like, oh, this is so so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look how big that screen is.
1: (laughs) So, with the, the box office has come back strong, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, here's the crazy thing. I mean, maybe it's because we told folks about uh, Fast and Furious last week, but it's broke uh some records it did about 70 million dollars opening weekend wow. which is you know even better than what Hobbs and shaw opened at um and that was pre-pandemic time so i think look vin diesel in a white tank top people can't get enough of it
2: <laughs> they say
3: they're only gonna do one more but right. you know what After the box office, I think they might not be done. (laughs) So, yeah, it's going to have a – it'll probably do really good numbers again this weekend because it's 4th of July, and it's the perfect movie to see. Right. Um, But then, uh, yeah, there's so much in theaters. There's so much going on.
1: Nikki Novak, Fandango, what else would be in theaters, you know, right now that would be worth, you know, if Fast and Furious is not your cup of tea or it's sold out if you go to a theater and it's sold out, you can't get a ticket. So what else could you maybe see? Or if you're a family – Let's say you're a, family. you're a family. Yeah, what What else well, is out there?
3: Well, Peter Rabbit 2 opened last weekend as well. So that's in theaters um, now. But the Boss Baby Family Business. But I'm going to say it the way I want to say it, okay? The Boss Baby Family Business. <laughs> <laughs> Boss Baby
1: 2, basically, is what.
3: Basically, yeah. too much, too serious Boss Baby. <laughs> that's an amalgamation of the Boss <laughs> and the Boss Baby. Yeah, so um you know alec baldwin voicing it's an animated movie obviously alec baldwin voicing the main character and then james marston who is actually one of the most underrated actors in hollywood i think he is so super talented and a nice guy and then we have jeff goldblum um is in this one amy sedaris and for everybody who's excited about the friends reunion lisa kudrow is also um uh, voice actor in this, and she's outstanding. And then Jimmy Kimmel has a tiny little role, but um, look, it's just silliness. I think when the first Boss Baby came out, people were like, "I don't know if it's that good," but I had a great time. <laughs> so this is more the same. And actually, I will say, I think it's even better than the first one.
1: Oh, all right. Well, there you yeah. go. So Boss Baby two was, yeah. what we're, was what we're just gonna say here. The new Boss Baby film. Uh, hits the new Boss V
3: film, but I have a question for you because mm-hmm. in the film, obviously, you can take, um, for people who know the premise, a serum that turns you, you know, into a baby. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to ask you, if you could take a serum for 24 hours, go to any age, what age would you go to? Hmm.
1: I think and I... And don't
3: say, I'm happy the way I am.
1: <laughs> I, I think I, and I, I don't know at what point it would be, but at whatever age I decided I, I would I would go and I and I tell kids this all the time. You're getting very serious here, Nikki Novak. Um No, but this
3: is meant to be a fun question.
1: Well this is this is uh this this is this is some sage advice question. Uh anybody like any of the kids that come through our internship program or that ask about, you know, they want to major in uh mass com is what we called it back in the day. <clears throat> yeah. Did, and I tell him, I said, that's fine, but you need to go and double major and major in something useful. Uh, I I would go back and grab uh, uh, young PJ by the lapels and say, <laughs> fine, if you're going to major in this, but, but go major in something useful. Uh, like I could have stayed an extra semester and double majored in something else. I don't know how useful it would have been, but at least it would have been something else. Or, uh, I would say go major in business so you have something useful. It's, it's kind right. of this doesn't really fit with our extravaganza mode, uh, but I I would go back in time and slap myself in the face and say go do this, because uh, I think uh, I, I just just for the practicality purposes I think things would be a little uh, I would have understood things a little better sooner. Does that make Got sense? It. Yeah. That, that's not yeah. a real fun answer. If I could go back to, like, uh, a great year, I'd go back and be seven again. That's a perfect age. Seven, seven? is a perfect age. Yeah, you're still cute. Uh, <laughs> you can kind of get away with stuff and that's be mouthy, true.
3: but you're starting <laughs> you to be aware I mean? of
1: the world. So seven's a good age, I would think.
3: This is the best answer ever because whenever you ask – I've asked this question before – and people usually say sixteen. There's usually a milestone age, right? Like, or twenty-one, because that's when I could, you know, right. be an adult. Yeah. The fact that just chose seven, I don't think anybody's ever said that yeah. before. Because it is actually the best age. But you know, like you're seven still, awesome.
1: you're still a kid. You're still, you're not expected to be like a, you know, a big kid. You're still kind of a kid. You know, and you yeah. still watch cartoons. And there's just. uh for some reason seven has always stood out as like a big landmark age to me it was like a a fun age for some reason seven right. and so i would go I back and be if if i had to just go it, it, taking away my rather uh dow answer i would say uh or dower answer i would say uh
3: I wasn't shower. Uh, uh, you were just getting deep on us. Oh, on yeah, I was getting too. I was, right.
1: I was getting too deep for a holiday weekend. But I would on a Friday especially. But I would. I seven. <laughs> if I was just going to relive it for Haha's and grins, I'd I'd go do seven. Absolutely. Right. What about right. you, Nikki I, Novak? What about you?
3: Eight. 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 And then I'd be <laughs> one year older
1: than you. <laughs> uh, that's great, Nikki Novak from Fandango is uh, is with us here. Uh, all right, the Purge movies. And these are, yeah. uh, the concept of the Purge movies is frightening, and, and the movies themselves are, are thrilling and frightening. But I've, yeah. seen, I've seen heavy commercial uh, air, airplay for uh, the final Purge. And right, the part, forever Purge. Uh, excuse me, the forever Purge. And part of it looks really exciting, but then there's like one clip in the trailer that looks like, oh, this is a little low budgie. <laughs> this is uh, so, uh, Phil, Phil, yeah, this is a little bit of a low budgie sort of thing. Uh, fill us in on the Deets, Fandango's Nikki Novak.
3: Um, well, I don't know what scene you're referring to in order for me to reply to that. I'm not really sure, but I don't, I'm trying now. I'm now I'm curious what the actual budget is for these movies, but um, yeah, I mean, look, the premise of them is you know, it's basically legalizing crime for a period of time and and <laughs> that's, a, that's a rather <laughs> nice
1: way to put it
3: <laughs> they're rather they're rather horrifying and, and oh no yeah the concept <laughs> is know? the
1: concept which should keep us up at night it really should
3: Yeah, it should and it's kind of a commentary on you know all of us all really in a way like even though you know it's it's meant to be like a horror movie it's it's there is a social commentary to it um this and you know what this is one of those movies that like you're either into it or you're not i know before we started chatting on air you said that you're into it so are you a fan of the franchise is this like because you know i love and series is this your personal fast no no franchise? i just I, i've
1: watched a few of them and uh i, yeah. I find them you know for mindless, um, you know, entertainment, popcorn, pop- popcorn entertainment, as much as any horror movie can be. Um, yeah, yeah I'm not geeky about the genre, but I, I, do like a good horror movie or thriller. I, I, I wouldn't watch them, you know, on end, but I mean, by and right. large, I, I enjoy a good, uh, a good horror movie, uh, occasionally is, you know, a way to kind of, uh, yeah, I, I view it as mind. You know, something that takes my mind off everything else. So that's a good thing to get invested in. So I, I, I would have some curiosity to this movie. Yeah. Uh, because uh, again, I, I the, the concept uh, as a horror genre, but also the concept of this thing of films. While I, I'm not a geeky fan that could tell you everything when I have watched them, I've, I, you know, they've served their purpose for me. It,
3: well, they do, they, you do get like, they're you don't get bored in these movies. No, you, they no, They suck no. you in, they are intense, and that's how this one is. It really is, <laughs> it's weird for me to say this, but darker than any other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I mean, look, it's the fifth one. It's, it, no spoilers, but potentially the last one. That's why it's called The Forever Purge. Right, so, right. Um. You know, I think they just—they took it in. You know, they took what was people liked about the franchise, and they took it even further. So, um, I, you know, I'm I'm being very nice, right? Because look, I'm not into—I'm not hugely into horror, not horror movies, but violent movies. That's mm-hmm. not really my thing. Mm-hmm. But I understand that there's an audience for it, and that a lot of people are excited about this. And it's one of those too. Like I think when the first one came out. It was kind of one of those sleeper hits, right? Like it came out. Oh no, it this win. has been
1: this has been a big earner, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's done it's done great. And I think they had Friday night preview or Thursday night previews last night and I think it did quite well. So I think this is the perfect weekend for it. I think people are looking to go out. And if you're yeah, you want to go out and you wanna get completely engrossed in something, that's this is the one. The uh yeah. um, the,
1: the according to Wikipedia the the, <laughs> the but the budget is eighteen mil.
3: Oh, is that what you did? Okay, so it is low budget.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about there was budget. there was a particular scene in the trailer I looked at and I thought, because usually these things are pretty well done. That's the one thing I'll say about you know, it's a, it's yeah. a it's a pretty well done deal. But then I saw this; it was just there one. Are. There was one quick scene in the trailer, and I thought, this looks it's a little. It doesn't sound
3: weird, but I that 18 million, even though it sounds like a lot of money. I'm surprised given what I've, you know, you're right. They don't look low budget. $18 million is virtually nothing for a movie like that. Well, for I was like going to say, isn't film. that
1: the, if there's an advantage, isn't that one of the perks of the, for the producers of, of any kind of horror genre generally? They're not yeah. big budget per se?
3: They're not, but this has got, this has kind of got, this is more than just, it's kind of got like that, action, you know, intense yeah, I understand. Okay. thing where you know, horror, straight up horror can be cheesy and low budget. You know what I mean? You stick a doll in a corner and dim the lights and this, this is a little less forgiving because you have a whole world to build and, and you know sure. it's got more of an oh, action you. feel yeah. to it. So yeah, so given how low the budget is, I think they do a great job.
1: Fandango's Nikki Novak is with us here. There's a new Chris Pratt uh, f- f- I'm assuming film out. What is it?
3: Yes. Yeah, it's called the Tomorrow War. So this is um, if you want to stay home and kick it up on the couch, kick up the feet and watch something at home, and you like Chris Pratt and you're a fan of, you know, everything that he does, because you know, obviously we know he likes dinosaurs and he likes Guardians of the Galaxy and he's in just about everything. But so this is kind of a new direction for him. It's basically you know, a bunch of people sitting around watching a soccer game and all of a sudden <laughs> a message comes in that uh, from the future that, um, you know, the human race is going to be in trouble. And so he is a, a group of people are recruited into the future and he is one of those people mm-hmm. and sort of have to, you know, not only survive, but, um, you know, deal with these aliens. And it's actually a really Really cool movie. I, I, you know, critics were a little mixed on this. I actually really enjoyed it. I do really like Chris Pratt, though. I, I find him, you know, fun to watch, and I liked watching him in this. I thought it was sort of a different thing for him. Usually he's being super goofy, right? Like he's great at right. that humor, right? Yeah. And this is a, a much more serious, intense action adventure film.
1: Also starring J.K. Simmons, which you can't go wrong with him, right?
3: He's he's so awesome. He's just a great and. You know, and my
1: <laughs> and one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Really? Mar- no, no, no. Mary Lynn Reiskub.
3: Oh, okay. I was going to say she's in a, no, I've never No, I've never
1: talked to Seven. So good grief, no. But Mary Lynn Reiskub, <laughs> I have talked to her, and I I've, I've found her to be fabulous. Fabulous. We follow you know, each other really on the funny. Twitter. Like a legit follow each other on the Twitter. Oh. So, oh
3: okay. So, yeah, no, that's – so you've had a really great – yeah, because I've had that before, too, where you – you interview with somebody, and then you know you just have such a great chemistry, and you end up following each other. And I've I've had people I interviewed like ten years ago that we still follow, and I'll check every once in a while on Twitter. I'll go, are they still following me? Right. Oh, yeah. Gosh, they are. Yeah. They haven't unfollowed me yet. Like I haven't talked to them in ten years, but you know how nice. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's kind
1: of what it is. But she was great. She was so fun. She, she's a comedic actress. But I was such yeah. a big 24 fan that we we and she was really gracious in talking about that. But she was also funny about right. talking about her experience with that. And then there were other things that we've you know talked. And this is years ago the interview was. But uh, she,
3: right.
1: she, my point is she's in this movie, and according to Wikipedia, a 200 million dollar budget, not an 18 million dollar budget. So there you
3: yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you, I mean, you see it. But uh, yeah, so if you dig sci-fi, then you'll probably uh, you'll probably really like this one. I tend to really like sci-fi as well. So. Okay. Um, so, lots of options.
1: Sounds like it. Uh, Nikki Novak, Fandango, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you're going to be off for uh, a little bit, so uh, safe travels, and uh, we'll catch up with Thank you sometime you. soon.
3: Oh, my gosh. Are we going to miss next week talking about Black Widow? Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes, because we, we're off next. The show's off next week. Yeah. Is, is there a All right. Pro- well,
3: Black Widow's opening in theaters next week. There you go.
1: <laughs> that That right there, that review. Directed to the point. All right, Nikki Novak, <laughs> Fandango, thanks a lot.
3: Thank you. Happy Fourth. Back
1: to wrap it all up on our Fourth of July Spectacular next. All right, a couple uh, house cleaning items to leave you with here. Uh, again, we're going to be out next week with. Uh, Just a little R&R, Fox Sports will be in our stead, but we are going to be back uh, by the time that uh, things uh, begin on the 12th, so uh, look for us, 5 o'clock the uh, 12th, Fresh Patrick Johnson Show uh, then. Thanks to the mayor of Greenville, P.J. Conley, for being on with us, also Hayes Permar for Sports Channel 8, and Fandango's Nikki Novak, as always, thanks to Ben Byram for uh, his efforts as well. Uh, Great to have uh, everybody uh, along as we're getting into the uh, holiday weekend. And, of course, fireworks at the Town Common on July 4th. Don't forget uh, that, uh, again, we will be back on the 12th, 5 o'clock Fox Sports Radio in our stead uh, next week. Uh, Cowboys are going to be on the uh, NFL inside uh, behind-the-scenes show that uh, HBO does. So about time uh, with that. Uh, So that's uh, one of the items. Kicking up a little bit of dirt here going into the holiday weekend. All right. uh, Always a a great rendition of uh, America the Beautiful from the great Ray Charles. Now, wait a minute. Have a great, safe, and beautiful Fourth of July. We'll see you on the 12th. himself yeah, country loved country loved
0: In school, we used to sing it something like this. Listen here. Oh,
1: beautiful, far spacious skies, far amber waves of rain,
0: far purple mountain majesties above the fruited plane.
1: But now wait a minute.